Have you ever used, first of all, are you on Facebook anymore? I just made my Facebook again, specifically for Marketplace. That Okay, so yes, I I did the same because I'm selling some things on the Facebook Marketplace. Two exactly. Things. I went on a deep dive of who are the types of people that are still on the Facebook. And boy, was it fascinating. The types of content people put out there on Facebook is crazy. You know what's really fun to do? Okay. Go on Facebook Marketplace, search mirrors, and then just pay attention to the way that people try to not be in the mirror when they're taking a photo <laughs> of the mirrors. I'm glad you brought that up because we <laughs> sold a mirror on Facebook Marketplace. And the whole time, I'm like, how can we take this picture so that I like we are not showing You're up? You're not in it. Yeah, exactly. You put the, you put the phone put on the, the phone. timer, dude. No, you put the phone like right here, so your face isn't in it. That's that was what was decided. What'd you? That's do? just another form of the selfie. This guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I held it really close to my bucks. face so that everyone could see it. You're like yeah. you're flexing. You're like yeah. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but have you sold anything on Facebook Marketplace or are you buy are you a buyer right now? I'm buying right now. But okay. I, so we're we're in a we're in a stage of, of change in my household. My right, my right. sister's moving out. Yeah. 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 So I think it's the time to liquidate some assets. But also liquidate some assets. What? Liquidate bring some, in some assets. assets. Liquid okay. some assets. You're 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 getting cash. You're shit myself. Cash? <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume that you're a normal buyer on the Facebook marketplace, but I I was pretty new to the marketplace. Um, you know, I got my first message right, like, hey, is this available for a particular item? And I got super pumped because it was pretty quick. So I was like, absolutely. Yes, this is available. Are you interested? You know, they didn't answer for a long time. So hack, life hack number one on the Facebook marketplace, it will show you when the person created their Facebook so that you can see if it's a robot or not. Great hint. This person made their Facebook in 2023, clearly a liar. The next day, get a message. Hey, is this... <laughs> They're a robot, dude. That's like people do that, John. People make a Facebook in 2023. <laughs> no, but not. I know what you're saying. Like, look out to see if they're a bot. It's a fucking scroll. Um, so the next next morning, someone reaches out. They have hey, one photo and it's blurry. <laughs> yeah, it's of their foot. Um, yeah. They reach out. Hey, is this available? Yes, it is. Great. Uh you know, I, I, again, I was still pumped, happy to help get this thing sold. Right. So the person goes, Hey, can you take another photo of the item? And I said, yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, so I take another photo of it. Um, you're like this time you're like, you're fully naked in the photo laying on the piece. Yeah. Your hand. Yeah. Hands like this. (laughs) Or yeah, you're fully, you're fully naked. (laughs) Holding it above my groin. (laughs) Thankfully, it was not of the mirror. It was of something else. So I take a picture of it. It's like an entry <laughs> entryway table. And they were asking me a bunch of questions about it. You know, hey, you know, when'd you get the? Do you have a link to it? Um, you know, are there any markings on it? And I said, you know what? Like, I don't want to lie to you. 
person at Facebook Marketplace because I feel like we have a, a real relationship here. Like you're you're looking to buy this for me. We've been talking now for five minutes. You understand the stakes. Yeah, you know this is used. This is used. You know, like I feel like I I shouldn't be lying to you, um, even though we've never met. And I said, hey, there are some notches, you know, in the in the in the wood because that's that's sort of the the style, the aesthetic of the piece, you know? And they said, Oh, hate to do this. Can you take another picture of the thing? And I said, absolutely. Sure. No problem. So I take some pictures, the notches I used, I actually did use my pinky for scale, you know, and then they were tiny, right? We go back and forth. I do all this work. The underside then, of your pinky. Yeah, We do all <laughs> this work. We do, we do all this work and she doesn't want it anymore. She's like, ah, you know what? I changed my mind. And, and then I was like, you know what? I think a lot of people maybe on Facebook marketplace. just How long did you spend having the conversation? It was like an hour. I'm not going to lie to you. Fuck that dude. I I think a lot of people just use the Facebook marketplace to have conversations with people. And maybe they get off a little bit on, on like making someone do something because they know they're trying to like, you know, you'll do it. Right. Like you're trying to get rid of this item. So I just, it was it was awakening for me. It was like a, wow, this is, this is gross. I feel dirty. I feel used, you know, <laughs> I sold yeah. it to another person, but like today, someone, how did me, that conversation go easy? Um, they showed up and they took it. The, I tried to sell a bench. Awesome. That's the best. Yeah. They were normal. There's a bench behind me. Same thing happened to me today, but I didn't get caught. Lady was like, oh, uh, you know, is the top of the bench. Can you take it off? And I was like, no, it's an upholstered bench. Like, stop asking me questions. Then they follow up with what's the weight capacity of the bench? How am I supposed to know that? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I said, I said, I weigh around 200 pounds and I have no problem sitting on this bench. And then I said, if you want this fucking bench, lady, you better buy it. But uh, she never responded. Do you so. want the bench or not? That's pretty. That's pretty much what I said. I said, "Hey, like I you weigh... can say that in 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 Facebook Marketplace. Like how many? Like I would say that. I'm like you're a stranger. I'm gonna know, be fucking too, direct with you. Do you I, want I'm the bench nice or not? Seller. I'm a bad seller. I'm a bad <clears throat> seller. But uh, the thing is, everybody's trying to buy their shit. If like, I mean, you have you're gonna you're gonna sell it. You're you are gonna sell it. That's the crazy thing about Facebook Marketplace. Also, don't haggle with me on the Facebook Marketplace. The price is the price. All right. Oh really? I'm, I'll haggle with you. Don't haggle with me. I'll haggle with you for that's I, one thing I will do. I fairly price the items. Do not haggle with me. I'm you know like, who you could go down like ten dollars. You know who should have been haggled? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like it's fucking. Wait, $10. so that's so that's that's the problem, John. You're putting it at a fair price. You always gotta put it a little higher. <sighs> a little higher. So that's maybe you'll make a few extra bucks. Or maybe they'll haggle with you and it'll leave you right where you want. I'm just it. trying to sell this shit, man. Hey, look. Okay. If you listen to, if you listen to this podcast. I'm trying to make some money. I'm trying to liquidate <laughs> my assets. Hey, if you're in the if you're listening to this podcast and you're one of our listeners and you think you live near where I live, hey, let me know. I got some furniture for you. But in the meantime. <laughs> Let's make they don't some, know where you live. Let's make like some Autobots and roll out.
Oof, I love that song. You know what that song means, John? Means we're uh, we're here. We started did the podcast. You've made it. <laughs> what is up, real critics? Jose here, as always, and you're listening to everyone's a real critic. This is the yeah, show where John Wolf and I take a look at movies that have a twenty percent difference between the audience and the critic scores on Rotten Tomatoes. But you already wow, knew that. That was fast. Thanks. Uh, we give you the real critics' thoughts on the movies. We break down some of the critic and audience reviews, and we wrap it all up with our real ranking. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because everyone is a real critic. So, John, here we go. Here we are again. Here we are again. You remember that song? Here we go. Uh, the song "Okay" by OK Go. <laughs> where? <laughs> yeah, that was That's, me trying to uh, say. Here it goes again. By <laughs> yeah, and they're on the treadmills and stuff. That was a sick music video. I, remember, I think I, I remember watched... when I think of that song, it's like an iPod commercial because I remember oh, like yes. sitting yeah. in like the quad of my middle school with my iPod video and watching yeah. just chilling them in just the quad. Like... Here we go. That's kind of what it was. It's like here a little quad courtyard thing. Yeah. That is not how the song goes. <laughs> That's how it went in my head. <laughs> That's my version of the song. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, you know, hey, look, I'm just taking my liberalities and remixing it because that's what we do nowadays. That's what that's what the movie industry is nowadays, at least. They just take the same thing and remix it. And that's what I did to that song. That is true. This week, we're no different, man. We're talking about a remix uh, in itself. We've got one of the hottest blockbusters out. Right now, you could still catch it in movie theaters if you like. I don't suggest it, but you could. That's right. We're not talking Barbie. <laughs> We're not talking Oppenheimer. We're not talking Super Mario. Not talking Asteroid City. We're not talking Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We're talking Transformers Rise of the Beasts, which got at 54 <laughs> 54%. Remind me to drop a little fart sound there. Fart noise? Uh, <laughs> I thought that was uh, Optimal Prime or Optimus Primus, whatever his that's name opti- was. No, that's Optimus Pranus. <laughs> nice. Wait, uh, Optimus Primus. Hell yeah, nice. 54% from the critics, 91% from the audience. Man, and boy, can I see you I. But wait, before we... I'm sorry. Did you say 91% from the audience? That's right. I did not do my homework for this one. That is surprising. <laughs> well, not when you read the reviews. But man, <laughs> can't wait to talk about it with you. But before we get into the rise of the beasts, Let's do uh, our public service announcement that we do every week, our favorite segment of the show, where we pitch to the people what's good on the streams, what's really good or really bad in what you're watching.
You know what I forgot to mention? Tell me. You can follow us wherever you get your social medias at EARCBob. <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at John B. Wolf at Hoser Loser. Uh, and you can follow us on Letterboxd too if you want to uh, see kind of what we're watching. If you want to get a little bit of a sneaker peeker on what may show up in our uh, Watch You Watching segments. Sometimes. Sometimes we remember to get everything. Sometimes we forget, but it's a good place to uh, sort of keep up yeah. with us and what we're consuming because the consumption never stops. I'm always kind of like your buddy drinking all those beers. I'm always uh, so. Uh, what you been watching, man? <laughs> um, I've actually been having a grand old time. Oh, tell me. With, uh, I've been watching the Indiana Jones series again. Oh, Mr. Jones. I didn't want to say yeah. the accent because <laughs> Mr. Jones. <laughs> Are you doing like the counting crows? Like <laughs> Mr. Jones, Jones and, me. and me. Is that song really about his uh Indiana Jones? His Who's little there? fella? Wow. I have no idea. Is that really uh, a thing? I read I've I heard a rumor that it was about his his smaller member. His measuring tool uh, for his furniture on Facebook Marketplace. That's what the <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how he keeps it to scale, Mr. Jones. Yeah. That is Mr. eight Jones. and a half Mr. Jones. Is. I, I'd give this movie uh, probably 10 Joneses out of 10. Wow. And which Indiana Jones were you watching? All of them? So I'm watching all of them. I'm like halfway okay. through Temple of Doom just because that, like, you know, life. Sure. You know, life. Yeah, I got it. It's in a yeah. way. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is so good. I'm I'm comfortable saying that it's probably one of the greatest movies of all time, John. Wow, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So that would be a hundred on your real ranking. Uh, I'd probably give it like a ninety, like a ninety out of a hundred. Okay, I'm saying it's I'm saying it's up there, like one of the greatest. So it's like Fast For Ten, sure. Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> Dude, it's just so good. It's like it's packed with like charm and Harrison Ford is so like iconic looking and there's so much action. But the action's kind of like goofy, but it's also like, you know, in our eyes now, it doesn't move quite as fast as what we're used to. But it's still like it's still good. And it's like you're still invested in it. And I could probably write a paper on how like the tone of this movie help define like blockbuster movies in general and and why now like it's so much more saturated because we feel like a movie needs to be funny action-packed charming there's got to be like a strong male lead and and possibly a sidekick you know and hot yeah and and it has to be a woman who's much younger than the guy yeah and also (laughs) hot yeah and also hot yeah you know, like it, it, it definitely had its effect on Hollywood, um, but it does do everything so well. It's and a small absolutely kid that he protects. That's Temple of Doom and Nazis. Temple of Doom. Yeah, that see, it's so good. It's genius. Yeah. It's like Nazis are the easiest villain you can have. You know, like in they a really movie, are. you don't have to really explain too much about them. They're just Nazis. So you're like, yeah, okay, well, the good supernatural Nazis. Yeah, Nazis that are interested in the supernatural. It just it's crazy. There's like this um like transcript online that I started listening to, which is of like George Lucas's pitch 
for the movie to Lawrence Kasdan and Spielberg. And they're just kind of all talking about the idea of Indiana Jones. And they, dude, it's, you have to listen to it. They basically have the whole thing thought out. They're like, we want him to look iconic. We want it to resemble these like action heroes. And it's, it's just so, it's just so well done. I'm just, that's blown away. crazy. We should, uh, we should post that transcript at EARC pod where you follow us. You can also catch that transcript by the time this podcast is coming out. You probably have already listened to it, hopefully. But so, you know, Dial of Destiny is coming out soon. And I didn't like make my way through this series on purpose. It just basically happened because Disney Plus has all three of them up. <laughs> like, right. Do there. they do they have the fourth one, the Shia LaBeouf one? Yes, they have King. They yeah, they have uh, Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's that called. one wasn't bad. I'm excited to rewatch that one. I haven't watched that one in yeah. a very long time. Me neither. And, I don't think know, I've I remember watched it a lot of the hullabaloo around it, like kind of affecting the way I thought about it. The so old I'm excited hullabaloo. To see it now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what the people are saying. Yeah. These are the bare necessities. Different blue, I guess. Um, so would you give that a really good or a really bad? Probably absolutely. Really good. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So good. did you like my jungle book joke or did it kind of was that fall flat? Huh? <laughs> um, what have you been watching, John? <laughs> I actually, um, I've watched quite a bit. Uh, oh, the last yeah. little last week or so, I watched, um, Evil Dead Rise, the new one that came out in 2023. The uh, yeah, I see you writing it down now. Um, oh shit, sure, yeah, I, I've also I've also watched yeah, the Evil Dead, yeah. but I've, I've only seen the second one and the 2013 one again. I haven't started Evil Dead Rise yet, so not the 2023 one. I will Correct. say it is don't ruin anything for me. I okay, because I'm so actually very excited to watch it. I won't ruin anything for you. It is very gory and gruesome and uh cringy uh it's not scary i would say it's just but it's tense disgusting yeah okay and tense. great i'm in perfect yeah so if that's your that's thing, what i want out of this franchise yeah i think a little bit of it like maybe one or two of the scary moments were ruined for me um particularly the one where when we were in theaters and saw the preview for this and the woman who is possessed sort of pops up out of the bath the hot one up on the seat yes and the, the one that, <laughs> when that happened in the theater you said damn she's hot as she looks disgusting <laughs> and her line right before is mommy's with the maggots the actress now. is hot the actress is hot <laughs> So I'll die on this hill. When that ha- <laughs> when that happened, I think it was supposed to be scary and tense in the movie, and I just kind of laughed because I remembered you being like, "God damn, she's out." Yes, <laughs> we've been over this on the podcast. So I, I'm torn to say really good or really bad. I think if that's your thing, you'll find it really good. I found it really unfulfilling. I would say, oh, um, <laughs> because. I, I love the way we're using really nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I don't really get off on the gore, you know, my Mr. Jones is not all about it. And the ending 
of the movie, maybe because I, I don't think I'd seen any of the other ones. So the ending to the movie, I found to be kind of, ah, man, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it, it was, it was not. Yeah. Don't, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Um, just cause I, I've watched, like I said, I watched evil dead two and evil dead, uh, rise recently. And I've seen mm. all of them before. And I love, I love like the Raimi ones. And sure. I really liked the re the remake slash yeah the remake I guess that came out in twenty thirteen. Have you seen that one? No, no. Oh, it's it's gonna be. I I feel like it's gonna be similar. Like not having watched Evil Dead Rise, it was also very like gory. Um, like at one point it rains blood. It's awesome. Oh, there's there it doesn't there's... rain blood, but there's <clears throat> definitely some. Yeah. And if this is anything like the other Evil Deads, it means people are losing limbs, probably an arm. <laughs> right you you're gonna have to watch man it is okay okay pretty disgusting okay, okay. and right off the bat it's gross so okay two minutes into this movie it's disgusting all right they, i'm excited and, i'm excited yeah. for this uh, we'll talk this about great. it after you i watch it because i thought you would have watched it by now so we can I, talk, i've we'll meant have to, to talk but, about but it but then i got excited and i was like i literally was on max and I was like looking at look going to watch the movie, and then I noticed that they had Evil Dead Two. They had uh, all the Evil so Dead. So you wanted to prep there. before, yeah. So I was like, ooh, I really I love Evil Dead One. I love Evil Dead Two, which is kind of like a remake of Evil Dead One, mm-hmm. but they had like more money. And Evil Dead Three, I have like this core memory of when I was a child on like TNT or something. They were showing it, and it was just like little animated like skeletons fighting against bruce campbell and i thought it was hilarious and awesome so i still love that movie like ever since that day um fair enough yeah i i love these friends i love this franchise i'm excited to watch it okay all right i will give you a couple of really goods for me and then i want to get to your second really good here um other than that movie and then my other movie that i'll save for last which was really bad um i've been trying to consume <laughs> you might as well more... just say them <laughs> no i've been trying to i've been trying to uh, consume some more lighter light-hearted stuff and i would say apple tv plus they've they've been kind of they've been killing the game lately yeah you said say. this in the some, last podcast some of the too the light-hearted stuff so um other than that i because i was on mass because of you know, Evil Dead Rising. I've been watching a little Whose Line Is It Anyway just to fill some time because, you know, classic. We're starting, we're starting to hit rock bottom in the content world. And uh, the the older ones with Drew Carey, they still hit. They still hit. <laughs> Platonic, which is on Apple TV uh, Plus, is really good. Um, it is. I've been meaning to watch that. Seth Rogen uh, and, and Rose Byrne. Uh, and the good news about it, um is you know i was watching it and i was really hoping oh my gosh i hope they don't make seth rogan and rose Byrne like end up as a love interest yeah yeah and they totally don't they are (laughs) very platonic which is great spoiler that's that's, uh, i mean it is in the name of the title so uh but yeah apple tv low key it's killing the game um do you like that? Still hits low key. I'm trying to be more hip, you know. You do a working? great job. Is it, it's yeah. not too chuggy. 
No. Cool. You're yeah. doing a great job. Okay, cool. I think I mentioned uh like dude, like your use of language is totally fire, bro. Yeah. Thanks, man. I I, I was fire. like yeah, I was surprised to see them on Apple TV because I remember when it first started, they pretty much had Ted Lasso and the rest was pretty mid. But I would say I've heard Silo. I've well, heard, I've heard some Severance other shows. is incredible. Severance. Right, right. Yeah, they've they've got a, a lot of shows now that that really slap. So um, <laughs> Shrinking was really good. I think I mentioned that. Anyway, so I've got I've got two for you. Yeah, well, Shrink, do you want to talk se- Secret Invasion or no? Secret Invasion right now, I really don't know what it is. So, me neither, and I don't in. really care. I'm two eps in. The scrolls are pretty hokey and cheesy, uh, but I can see where they're going. And if they continue, like the to only go that reason way, it could be good that I will watch it is because like Samuel Jackson. There's cool. nothing else on that I'm watching week to week. True. You know, it's it's something to be like, oh, there's a new episode of this out. I should watch that. Actually, I lied. Righteous Gemstones is back. It is, but I'm waiting for that to fill out more. So that oh, you I like to binge watch. that one? Yeah, because okay. they're only like 20, 30 minute episodes. So I and like they them. like they like cliffhangers on that show. They like to like they do. You know, they up the ante a lot. They I do. love that show. That what's your is... what's your other really good show? Well, I'll say that, too. It's funny. Every time that we uh, prep for the podcast, I forget about what I've been watching. And then as soon as we start talking about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I I watched that, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But one of the memorable ones that I did write down was Extraction 2 on Netflix. Been waiting. I I need to watch it. It looks amazing. Yeah, it 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 does look amazing. (laughs) Emphasis on the look amazing uh also it's like the only thing to watch on netflix if if you're done with all of the the love reality <laughs> you're shows, done yeah <laughs> it's like the old i don't know what else people are watching on that do why do people have netflix anymore as soon as mine never have i ever is not i'm not bad uh i mean they've got i don't even know what that is it's it's like a high school drama type show. Okay. It's like a CW show. If as soon as I get password booted off of my dad's Netflix, I'm yeah. not, not I'm not renewing. Anyways, okay. Extraction 2 does look incredible. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely incredible action and camera work. Absolutely incredibly bad dialogue and story. Love that. And regardless, it is still a lot of fun. Two stars. Two stars. Hell yeah. Dude, you know what's crazy about that movie is it doesn't qualify for our podcast. It is too beloved. Well, I bet people like it. I bet people like it. Something tells me it's in like the 70s. Yeah, 70s, low 80s for both. For sure. That makes sense. Crazy. Makes perfect sense. Well, for what it's worth, like when I was watching it, it, the movie for the first like 15 minutes, like halfway through the first act, boring, dumb as shit. They had to deal with the fact that like Chris Hemsworth was broken at the end of the last movie. So then they're like, okay, well, we got to wait for him to get better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it shows you all that. And then it just like has these wonders that you and you just follow Chris Hemsworth as he's like running through chaos and shooting people. It's very like John Wisk- Wick-esque, but mm. somehow the camera work here feels more like more rugged. 
You know, like oh, if like, it, like John Wick is like the Le- the Lexus, and yeah. this is like your for- your toy like Ford F one fifty. Oh know, wow! Commercial. Okay, so still a smooth ride. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but in the commercial world you're like running through terrain oh, which is okay. where people you know like they don't you don't drive nobody drives their ford f1 probably one percent of ford f-150s owners actually drive through gravel <laughs> i thought you were gonna say if john wick is the lexus then extraction two is sort of like a honda civic that's off-roading because it's no just kinda... no it's like it, it's like a souped up jeep that again Ooh, you just drive like in that. the city Nice. For some like reason, it's... with like mud flaps. And I'm letting ball sack. I, I'm letting my prejudice against SUVs and trucks. Uh, I, seep like, into this I like review, a nice. But... Uh, I like a nice Jeep. But anyways, yeah, Tesla it's a lot of fun. By the way, it's bad. Um, it's it's bad. It's but it's fun. It's kind of it reminds me of. Remember when we watched sixty five? Oh, we both had a blast. that was so fun. I watched one of those. On Apple TV Plus, they have like a prehistoric National Geographic type show. I watched. About oh, it's 10... like it's like uh, narrated by like a British guy, Knightley, like, or no, like Doctor Grant from Jurassic Park, looking ass dude, uh... <laughs> looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> it made me think of sixty-five million. I was like, man, what would Adam Driver do in a place like this? um anyway what everyone's been luckily you know you know exactly what he did he blow his way through what uh everyone's been waiting for my really bad my stay away don't do it i did it for you because i care infinity pool it's if you want to i'm gonna watch that if you want to watch it's available on hulu i've never i am gonna watch that been so disappointed i remember it coming out in theaters and me being like man i can't wait for that to come to streaming um it looks interesting looks like a cult situation type bad alexander skarsgård mia goth sign me up again no Boy. spoilies because i'm gonna watch this no spoilies i on letterboxd where you can follow me um you remembered this time you're like a yelper yeah, with uh, your letterbox, you're like, if yeah. it's really bad, this is going on the letterbox. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if it's really bad, we're writing a Yelp review. You're like yeah. a letterbox Karen. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I'm, well, I want people to know. Um, I get. I think I gave it a one and a half, maybe a two, out of five. It was bad. Okay, dude. really bad. Be be prepared to not get any answers to your questions. And not have any clue as to what's going on, and for you okay. to feel like it reminded me of a really wait bad... I, that makes me excited. That makes me excited. Okay, well let me let me that say that this gets la- me as the kids say bricked up. <laughs> <laughs> let me hit you with this last one. It's like in a really bad a really bad English teacher trying to lecture you on a you know what it was like m night Shyamalan trying to make another movie it was just like way it it was trying to make a point and okay, be like really a bad deep. Shyamalan well th- you know that this is Cronenberg right Cronenberg Eisenberg Moisheberg I don't care it was bad <laughs> 
Well, I'm excited for this because I like David Cronenberg and this is his kid. So well, his if it's weird sucks. as shit, that's kind of what I'm signing up for, you know? Well, it's not weird. And nepotism shouldn't you shouldn't really? be allowed to make movies based off nepotism, even though that's the entire industry of that's the whole industry, John. Yeah. Speaking of the industry, have that's you seen everything. Idol on uh, Max? No. I've heard I've heard very bad things about it. Me too. I don't want to watch, but I just want to know why. Why do people hate it? Why is it so bad? Well, I've heard that like it's kind of uh, like it's misogynistic. It, it depicts the weekend being like like very toxic, but not even with any like nuance. I heard it's actually just kind of grotesque. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where the controversy comes from. And then it commits the biggest sin of all, which is that it's boring. Oh, wow. So it sounds yeah. like most of the movies that uh, we're going to be talking about on this podcast, especially this one, let's get into <laughs> Rise of the Beast. Rise of the Beast. You know what's crazy about this movie? It's not. It fucking sucks. <laughs> That's the not, craziest thing about this movie. It's not the fifty-four percent critic, ninety-one percent audience. It is that this is the seventh installation of Transformers out of eight. That's right. They're making another one, and this is the seventh. <laughs> oh fuck! This is the seventh one. Out of no. the seven, out of the seven, how many do you think you've watched? <laughs> um, probably all seven. Which you've sucks. seen, you saw even the Mark Wahlberg ones you watched. I'm pretty sure I've seen all of these, <sighs> and I, I, I'm so tired. I'm so tired, John. <laughs> I'm so tired of these movies. Really. This movie was not good. Okay, well, we're not even there yet, but I think I've only seen... <laughs> I've only seen the uh, Shia LaBeouf ones, which um, were fine. I thought the first two were, I like were the, pretty good. We We've did talked the about the first one on, one our podcast. on this podcast. It was a good yeah, movie. And it was, it was it's a good movie. I really liked that movie. But you know what, John? I've seen that movie, and I don't need to watch it. <laughs> I, I can watch that one over and over again, but I don't need to watch a version of that movie, much less six different versions of that movie. Well, you want to know why you've seen this movie seven times. The reason you've because seen it keeps movie, making money. It has grossed over three hundred forty-one million dollars worldwide at the box office. It spent two hundred million to make the movie, so it's pretty much how much did you? Oh, so it's a success. It's a big success. So people and want it's to still know, in theater, still in theaters, and people want to know why. 
hey, why are they only making superhero movies and Barbie and all these other IP movies? This is why, my friends, you got to spend money to make it. And they are making a lot, a lot of movie, of uh, money. Fast 10 aside, no, Fast 10, cinematic masterpiece, like take that out of the, no, don't even. Make more of those. Make 10 make more. more. Of those. We should be making yeah. more Fast 10s, more like of these indie art type movies <laughs> and less, less of these Hasbro universe type movies. Um, well, I'm going to go see Asteroid City tonight. Oh, really? Are you? Yeah. By yourself? No, I was a few friends. Oh, Your friends and okay. I are going to go see Asteroid City All right. All because right. that's a nice indie movie. I heard uh, it's like a multi-million dollar yeah. <laughs> fucking studio yeah. movie. Yeah, this is Wes sure. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> an ensemble cast is, I think, what they call those, an ensemble movie. I'm a fan. Too. Exactly. You know, and that's different because it's like flavors. You know, you're taking it's like the same way. this? It's the same flavor, just different movies, you know? It's yeah. like Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, like a Cherry Garcia. Mm-hmm. Or a Fish Food. Or a Chunky or, uh, Monkey. Or the Tonight Blow. What is it called? <laughs> Tonight Blow? Oh, man. Yeah. That would be crazy. And it was just Jimmy Fallon's Wang. Oh, like a chocolate. It's like a flashlight, but it's got like Jimmy Fallon's mouth on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm surprised you didn't like this movie because he, uh, the director for this movie, Stephen Cable Jr., the only other movie he's made, like big Hollywood movie, is Creed Two, which you liked. Oh, and that movie's great, right? So I really I'm, I'm liked that surprised. movie. But you can see some of the Creed elements. Well, he did The Land too. Which was like his indie movie. Sure, but I said major Hollywood movie. Oh, heard. Yeah, I heard that totally. Mm-hmm. And you can see some Creed elements in this movie that uh, boasts a pretty wild cast. Before we get into kind of our first reactions and and all of that in the movie, I wanna I wanna give you some names. Let me let me just give you the two like the two main human actors here, Anthony Ramos and Dominique Fishback are the two human actors. Okay, and then let me give you let me give you the names of so much. Let me give you some of the names of the actors. These are the human actors (laughs) that play robots that are completely CGI that you never see their face. It's this is not like a Marvel superhero which is also mostly CGI, but you still kind of see their face. This is not like Finding Nemo where, you know, Dory kind of looks like Dory. You know what I mean? Like it kind no, of looks she like does. Ellen. She does not look like Ellen, looks Ellen DeGeneres. Like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> yeah. She kind of looks like a bitch, okay? Let me give you some of the people on this, okay? Let me start with some of the lesser known people in this movie. Uh, Liza Koshy, who is a huge YouTube star. Um, she used to date D- David Dobrik back in the day. I'm sure you knew that. Um, everyone knows who. That. Who are these people? There's also, uh, gosh, probably on the B list, Peter Cullen, who's played Optimus Prime for all time. Um, 
you know, Michael Kelly is another human, uh, but I said I was sticking to the, so let me, let me tell you, Ron Perlman's in this movie, Peter Dinklage, Michelle Yeoh, Pete Davidson um, are all in this movie. And you don't see them at all. Do you, I think that they maybe combined, they probably could have done all their voice acting other than Pete Davidson in a day. It was that bad. Pete Why? Davidson was like the main person talking the entire fucking movie. It was he didn't horrible. Stop talking. He didn't stop talking. But why? Why would you pay so much money to have these people? Their voices know. aren't even that. It, 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 see, it, it seems Pete like Davis it's just part of the franchise now. Like we had Anthony Hopkins in one of these movies, and it's and he's frankly hilarious what he's doing. But in this movie was just so boring. <laughs> This movie, as I mentioned, the seventh out of eight. Let me give you some of the names of other non-humans that are going to be in the next movie. Are you just rattle through them? Just rattle through them. Chris Hemsworth, Keegan Michael Key, Scarlett Johansson, Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Tyree Henry, Peter Dinklage, uh, John Hamm. What's pretty crazy? That's crazy. So they're like totally recasting everything. It's like. With A-list celebrities. Yeah, they're going to recast the whole thing next week. So knowing this of the movie, knowing that it is boasting an A-list of voice actors, what do you think walking into it? I had zero interest in watching this movie. <laughs> I didn't want to watch. If it, if it wasn't for the podcast, I would have gone my entire life without watching this movie. But you watched all the other ones. How would you go? Yeah, me, again, still I, I i was at this point done really oh this franchise what, sucks what, so hard that there's like, not even a part the... of me that enjoys like how bad they are like they're not even fun anymore they just like keep trying to capture the essence of that first movie where like shia labeouf was like actually charismatic but and but the formula is already old. We've already seen a charismatic lead running through explosives. That's the entirety of these movies. And then like CGI battles and just so much goddamn lore, just so much lore. They're talking for so long about like MacGuffins in this in these fucking movies. And there's always a new MacGuffin and the MacGuffins. It's crazy to me that they're always sized for humans like transformers need these but they're human sized things it's like if i lost a key right but it was fucking for hamsters like why would i make a key that small it's so fucking stupid and you're so tired of and you yeah and in an anthill somewhere (laughs) yeah exactly and i hit it in a fucking anthill and like somehow the ants have evolved millennia and now the anthill is made of stone you know with like glyphs on it and shit but like i need this ant. i need this fucking key to get into my house it's i'm so fucking done with this formula like the formula is old (laughs) but you hit it in an anthill where you could you knew you could never get it but it somehow gets moved by different types of stupid yeah Somehow. I hate it. So, yeah, I wasn't excited about watching this. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Damn. The only thing I, I thought of going into this was <laughs> I hope I didn't miss anything from the other movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. And I bet you missed a lot. <laughs> I probably did because uh, did you know there's an order to watch the seven Transformers movies? 
And, and it's not one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Which of the movies do you think comes first in chronological order? I'll I have tell no you. idea. I Bumblebee, barely remember these. Which came out in 2018. Bumblebee, Wait, so they're all in the same universe? Supposedly. But Bumblebee because, that came because out in 2018. Optimus Prime is effectively a different person. Well, because he's young right now. And oh. Rise of the Beasts. Wait, it's, what? When so, did this movie happen? So technically, Rise of the Beasts is a sequel to Bumblebee, which came out in 2018. And it's a like like you said, it's a rebooted timeline. It takes place. Excuse me, gosh. Got a lot going on. It takes place in 1994. Um and Bumblebee takes place. Uh, some and nineteen. Bumblebee happens in nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, I yeah, just had to Google that. Nineteen ninety-four, and then Transformers gotcha. was shot. That movie was good. Bumblebee. Yeah, it was basically ET. That's kind of they just like turned Bumblebee into ET and had John Cena as the bad guy. It was awesome. That's probably been the best one since Transformers One. Did you know Steven Spielberg produces on these movies? He must not have a lot of input. Why do you say that? I think he's because these movies are awful, John. I think he's just overrated. (laughs) I think he made two good movies in his life. What are they? E.T. and then that other one. (laughs) Jurassic Park. (laughs) He's made so many good movies. It's crazy. Name them. Name all of them right now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, uh, Fucking Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park 2. We got fucking the Fablemans, right? We got the uh, Fablemans was garbage. Don't lie to me. Okay, you didn't like it. You asked me to name good movies. (laughs) That movie was targeted to old women who want to cry over Steven Spielberg. It was a play. It was a dirty play by Steven Spielberg to get some old lady. He had a story he wanted to tell. What about yeah. Jaws? What about Close Encounters? What about Twilight Zone? Twilight. I thought, I thought you were going to say Twilight. What about... Uh, he executive produced Back to the Future. He didn't make it. Oh, so now, now, now it doesn't matter? Now it also, doesn't matter. Also, Back to when the I, Future. When I said it didn't matter, that, when I said that he probably had nothing to do with this movie. Back to the Future is kind of a creepy movie. It's kind of like the tale of Woody Allen, if we're being honest. Have you seen Saving Private Ryan? Do you like that movie? Because he directed that it. one too. I've seen it. It's pretty boring. <laughs> what about Minority Report? Have you seen Catch Me If You Can? Minority Report? It's uh-huh. a pretty wild movie. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Pretty Catch crazy. Me If You Can? Too long. Too long. It's a good movie. You should too you long. should definitely watch it. I did. It's too long. It's like three and a half hours. Oh, you did? Okay. I thought you I thought I meant you gave yeah. up halfway through. No, no, it's too long. What about Lincoln? Terrible movie. Worst book. Oh, yeah, absolutely horrible. (laughs) The starring actor only won an Oscar for it. (laughs) If he had made if he had made Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, maybe I'd give him some credit. (laughs) Maybe I'd give him some credit for being good at his job. Call me. Hey, you know what, Steven? you're listening yeah i mean he's probably gonna tweet about us on twitter because that's all he ever does anymore is he just does he really do that 
he says like oh transformers was so bad i walked out in person okay well why are you that's stephen king dude why are you <laughs> that's not steven spielberg stephen king Steven Spielberg. who cares Avery Cronenberg, Moisha, <laughs> Listen here, Spielberg. How about you make 11 movies that capture the imagination of the entire globe, that bring families closer everywhere, that have character arcs of people that go from one-dimensional thieves to international superheroes how about you make a franchise like fast and the furious and then you call me okay how about that we're not talking about we're talking about transformers john (laughs) i'm just saying steven spielberg make make fast and furious and then you can call me anyway enough about whatever his name i already forgot his name all right so did you want to get into the lore of these movies or can we wrap this podcast up oh man (laughs) The lore of this movie is insane, dude. So, like, as soon as I started the movie, I was a little bit confused because I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know if this movie was happening before the Shia LaBeouf. I didn't know if it was happening at the same time. Eventually, I didn't know this happened in the 90s. You saying that was the first time. I had well, no idea. Well, they hit you pretty hard. I was confused with the Marky Mark joke. I was like, what? Yeah. They hit you pretty hard right off the bat with Tupac playing a video of Kobe Bryant. The missed He's it putting together like things clearly from the 90s and then the way people, oh, also everyone... the way these guys talk yo they're from it's clearly brooklyn in the 90s because you know what dude i grew up my name's nick diaz and i grew up on waverly place and <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm just a man for i'm just a man from the from brooklyn i'm just a boy from brooklyn People in Brooklyn still talk like that. Uh, Just like casting, casting your guy from a place like Brooklyn does is does not is not equal character development. No, that means he's what are you talking about? Saying someone's from Brooklyn, that means they're tough. That means they're resilient. That means they, you know, are about the streets. Have an accent, you know, how to get around. And they got a little brother who, you know what? We stick together, Holmes. <laughs> so right off the bat, <laughs> we when we meet Noah, uh, well, this is after we get the the voiceover lore dump of the beast hiding the key or whatever. I'm not gonna lie to I you. Say, Im- immediately, I zoned out. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. The CGI in that beginning scene was nuts. When the, when the gorilla transformer <laughs> showed up, uh, Optimus Primal. How do you come on, dude? The oh, I fucking hated it when he said that. I was like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. I also like that the Transformers, no one actually knows who anyone is. Like when Spider-Man shows up on the screen in a movie, he doesn't say... I'm Spider-Man. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, I love that in these movies. Everybody has to do that. Everybody's yeah. like, yo, what's up? Havoc coming in. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Optimus Primal. Yeah. 
Okay. I think we joked about this last time too, but like I love the name when the names are always so funny to me. Serious question though. I, I wondered this when knowing what we know from the first Transformers movie, when this one showed up, I, I could be wrong. And please correct me if you are a Transformers um die hard, you're in on the lore. You think we sound completely dumb right now. That's totally fine. Please tweet at us at EARC Pod. I could be wrong, but these robots are aliens and can take the form of anything, right? Not specific. No, it has to be something electronic and around their size. But uh, gorillas are not electronic. Um, oh, I was touche. just. I was also. I was just wondering, like, even if they have to take the shape of something <laughs> electronic, are not electronic <laughs> around their size. I'll tell you what these gorillas are. <laughs> yeah, he just transforms into Chuck E. Cheese or something. Fucking so stupid. I'm so stupid. Turns into like the the Bernstein Bears from Disney or whatever. Um, the things cool. from Splash Mountain, just like a racist uh, robot. Anyway. They are they... racist robots. Remember the Volkswagen in this movie? They even talk about it. They're like, oh, you can't be racist if you're a robot. Like, yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, and also whoever wrote that line is probably racist. Um, how how do they know what earth animals look like? So how are they taking the shape of said earth animals? And then my first... All right, I'll humor you. Okay. Because I yeah. imagine when they showed up, that, those were the only things they could take the shape of were the animals. There weren't any cars or uh, okay, I see. cars or what else do they take the shape of? But how come the bad guys always Xboxes. look way cooler? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't the know. They, they like stay like in their cool. like weird human. Cool like they're always fucking bipedal, like even though they're from Cybertron and I, they don't make any sense, John. Which is crazy to me because we all know that. We all know that, like, if you look a little too far into it, it starts to break, right? So then why do these movies insist upon being so goddamn complicated? Why is it always so fucking... Like, there's so much talking for the first 30 fucking minutes of this movie. And, and, and for what? For what? They literally sum it like he sums up all the stakes at one point in like one of those like uh, fucking okay. Let me get this straight. We're <laughs> you know in, in that part of the movie they sum up the entire premise of the first two acts, but it takes them so goddamn long to get there. Like like it's so annoying. Oh, I fuck like I said I zoned out halfway through the voiceover. I was like, well, who cares? Like one of the the greatest twenty first early twenty first century wordsmiths poets kind of once said, Avril Lavigne, you might have heard of her. Why you got to go and make things so complicated? You know, exactly. Yeah, no, I like the setup here uh, of this movie. Really original. Um, the Unicron uh, is this really powerful bad guy that absolutely just demolishes Optimus Primal uh, right off the bat. 
So there has to be a new Optimus Primal. And then we learn about the key that's been bro that's been hidden. And that, that is the only key to saving uh, the animal transformers and getting them off of Earth and back to their home planet and also the Autobots. So they run into our protagonist, which is, I love this. And I wish I was in the writer's room for this, that in Transformers Rise of the Beasts, the protagonist's name is Noah, because why the hell not? I love it. Because there's and, beasts. And we already talked about it. Noah's our classic, um, you know, cliche hero. He's uh, he's from Brooklyn. He's hard-nosed. You know, he's come down on, on his luck. He We do get that he was dismissed from the military because he cared too much about his family. That is a plus. That is a great page out of the fast and furious book. Um, and his, he's looking after his little brother who has some kind is a, of, is a victim of the American healthcare system. Yeah. And, uh, the American <laughs> system. but yeah. we're not really sure what his problem is. If it's like carpal tunnel, some from sort of sickle cell. They, didn't they say sickle cell or some shit? Of course. Fucking of course. a uh, dude. That line also. Oh God. This movie's so fucking bad. He, he walks cell. into the, he walks into the hospital and yeah. basically the lady is like, sorry, you're broke. Looks like your kid, <laughs> your kid brother's going to, die now <laughs> we're gonna you're behind you <laughs> told you not to bring your brother over here <laughs> you're three months behind on your payment so take your fucking dying brother <laughs> and get out of here or i'm I, gonna do it for he's you. like oh no but i'm the hero with a heart of gold and i my brother is everything you know and anyways come on kid i gotta get a job interview because my stakes weren't high enough <laughs> Bring your brother, <laughs> bring your brother in here one more time, and I'm gonna kill him for you, and I'll do it for free. It's like, okay. Oh God, it's just so inefficient. It's it, and at this point, we're like 25 minutes into the movie. You could, they did this in Die Hard in no time. <laughs> we learned that he was uh, scared of heights. He was yeah. visiting his family. Uh, yeah. They were estranged in like two minutes. You know, it, it takes them so goddamn long. <laughs> This movie sucks. It took them so long for us to be like, okay, here's the protagonist. He's broke. He cares for his family. So, oh, and I'm, and and he's a military guy. He's a military. We, he's those are the three things we needed to learn, and it made it it made them. They had to create three different fucking scenes for us to show us that. Like you couldn't. <laughs> You couldn't think of anything, maybe in the kitchen, like, <laughs> right? He comes in the out kitchen of his talking to the mom. They could have talked about their problems. The kid is sick right there, and he's like, "Got a job interview." Bam, cut. We already know. Yeah. We don't now. You don't need to show us him taking the sick kid. The fucking we already know he's sick. Him yeah. fucking going to get a job because he's broke. We already know he's broke. <laughs> just please, just get the move on with the movie. <laughs> All right, so let's skip 45 minutes into the until we get uh we're going after the first half of the key here. Um well, has he has he met let, let's not okay, because we need to get to the part where you know, then Elena. obviously something something happens. Yeah, Elena, we have our second character who sure. is whatever, finds just the key. as multidimensional. She is the perfect sidekick for this military 
uh, guy because she is somewhat of a technological whiz in the 90s. She knows everything about everything that is not of this earth or of the Incan times, the, the prehistoric times, and just can write anything down on her hand yeah, and be able to about, remember just, it just later. the character who needs to be able to read the blah blah from the fucking yeah. transformers and we That's find out is. later she knows how to like hack things of course because we're dealing with electronics also he's good at electronics they said that they yeah. literally said hey you're he's, oh you're good with electronics huh <laughs> oh yeah well because remember it. in the beginning scene he's like fusing something yeah. he's like yeah but yeah. then she unlocks something and it calls the Transformers and they give this long ass winded response, which I completely zone. I have no idea why they need the key, anything like that. But luckily, home. there is a scene once Pete Davidson jump scare happens that he's like his bumblebee. Yeah, um, we get Mirage Pete Davidson. Yeah, because he gets oh, fuck. God damn it. I hate that. I have to explain this whole thing. It's literally the first movie. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> All right. Basically, it's like, what do you, job interview gets denied. So now the character has to find some other way to provide for his family. So what does he do? He does what all Americans do. He Steal. fucking turns to crime. Because <laughs> that's what you got to do in the capitalist system, which is what his friend tells him. Yeah. Fucking A. Uh and then, so he has to steal a car. The car that he ends up stealing is fucking Mirage, and Mirage is Pete Davidson. Yeah, he was inside Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. And then they have a whole scene where Pete yeah. Davidson takes him to meet up with the other Autobots, and they explain all of the stakes of the movie, and I totally zoned out. But luckily, there's another scene right afterwards where Mirage, once again, they, they explain the stakes of the movie, this time in a way that we can all swallow. Yeah. And I have a clip of it right here. Oh, oh, let's hear it. So y'all are robots that transform into cars, even though you're from way out in space. It, but now there's this key that opens a portal back to your home. Oh, and you know this because there's a beacon light in the sky that I can't see because I'm human. You say that like it's weird. It's super weird. You know what's weird? Marky Mark is leaving the Funky Bunch. I heard he's just going to pursue acting now. That's crazy. What? How does that even? What a world. Whatever, man. Fantastic. That and that's the kind of dialogue you're signing <laughs> up for right the here. Movie. <laughs> that's the movie. Literally 25 seconds to explain the stakes in this one scene, but they have to drag it out over like I think this is 30 minutes into the movie. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking as soon as the scene started, I was like, timestamp. <laughs> This is it. Finally, fucking figure out what the hell this movie is about. So they they uh, they eventually get the first half of the key. Um, and this is the first time, by the way, that I realize it's the nineties. Oh, when he says, I had no the, idea it was the nineties. So they get the yeah. first half of the key, and and um noah gets the blaster right on his arm at this point or is that the the next key regardless i have no i have no idea they go after the first (laughs) half of the key 
and they <laughs> lose it to the bad guys, essentially. And that's right. And then we get another scene of humans running through explosives but while we meet our new pro- our new Decepticon analog Scourge, yeah. which is a cool yeah, name. Scourge. Actually. It is a pretty sick name. So Scourge. Yeah. And but then we learn there's another half of the key. Thank goodness, because the old animal bots um, come in, uh, most notably Air Razor, who is played by. <laughs> Michelle, yo. And uh, let me tell you, Air Razor, <clears throat> kind of a lame ass name. Super but, lame name. But, um, like, they, come on, dude. There's like automatic fucking transformer generator names out there. You could have come up with something much better. There, there could be. I mean, I know my transformer name um, is pretty good. It What's is, yours? Mine is Steel Shadow. Uh, according that is according to the Transformers Wiki site, where you can uh, we'll make sure to post this, where you can get your own Transformers Wiki uh, name. Jose, yours on this site, you know, where both of our first names start with a J, so your yours also starts with Steel, but yours gets a lot cooler. Uh, yours is Steel Wing Breaker. Steel what? Steel Wing Breaker tight right that's pretty i'm gonna get that tattooed right above my butt (laughs) steel wing breaker (laughs) (sighs) don't put your wing in here because i'm a break in it (laughs) it is it's gonna get broken (laughs) and if you're thinking oh my gosh i was really keeping up with you guys until you said autobots the animal bots and the decepticons let me clear it up for you (laughs) because i just want to make sure we're all on the same page here so in this movie we have the autobots we have the maximals which are air razor who is an, an optimus primal they are they are maximals we have the decepticons we have the terror cons we have the Predacons, we have the Cybertrons, and then we also have the Dinobots all in this movie. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to, I didn't want and, anyone and to be Do they confused. speak English on Cybertron? Because all of these are uh, like Autobots seem somewhat, somewhat derivative of the English language, right? Like, that's why I was asking if they could change to anything. Like you know. it seems like maximum animals birthed maximals, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and dinosaur robots birthed dinobots. I don't know. What Just do you think Terracons couldn't be for? though? Because that would be really stupid. That would be pretty dumb. So we get into the. But second this is for key. kids. I keep telling myself that. Okay, I gotta remind myself that this is for kids. This is for kids. FTK. So we get into the second key. Where the stakes are raised now, right? Because the bad guys have the first half. The maximum. That's right. The keys were split in two. So now they got to combine. There's two MacGuffins because one was not enough. The Maximals and the Autobots team up with our two human heroes. Heroes. Um, I want to remind everyone that Lord of the Rings had one MacGuffin and it serves them for three movies. It was the ring that, that. that uh saved them all um not really 
Elena, <laughs> Elena, thankfully knew exactly where the second key was being hidden. No, it's not because she was a robot that hid it there. It was because she knew everything about uh, lore and wrote a symbol on her hand. Bro, um, she was like not working knew. her wage. She was going way over the top. Yeah, she like, was her boss was like, don't even worry about that. She's like, I'm staying late tonight yeah. to study these hieroglyphics, hieroglyphs, these strange little symbols. So it was uh, funny. just because I like them. So it was funny. I was like, when, how did she become Indiana Jones? And then they go on this adventure to Peru into this castle and they make an Indiana Jones joke. And yeah. I thought it was hilarious because I was like, oh, <laughs> anyway, <it> awful. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you're probably right. You're thinking right now. Oh, my gosh, guys, John, Jose, how did these futuristic robots from a different planet not figure out? that there were the key was in half uh, already and not know where it was since they were the ones that hit it there. Yeah. That's um, probably what you're thinking to yourself right now. Probably that's thinking probably, that. And yeah, they wouldn't have worked for word. And then we get a little bit, we get to know a little bit about the characters here in this, in this part of the movie. Um, we learned that Elena sings TLC when she gets scared um we learn that <laughs> that was robots oh god we learn robots aren't racist um yeah even they can have spanish accents but not be spanish right exactly exactly because it's, and it's not racist because they're robots they don't have a race we although learned... we just learned that the races are autobots maximals decepticons terracons <laughs> predacons cybertrons and dinobots yeah I wonder if they have any slurs. See, that's what I want to know. I want to hear like what one of those these are Autobots the or one of the what? Are, what? Are, they're not Decepticons in this movie, right? They're like they're called. They I thought Cybertrons. Whatever. I um, want to hear one of them call the Autobots a slur. Yeah, those auto bitches. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You fucking like. I don't know. We learn that Noah. His nickname is Sonic. Um, he's, he's, I don't know why, but that, that's his nickname. Uh, we learned that here. And, um, oh, learned... and the other one is the brother is Tails because we needed another anchor to remind us that this oh, is the 90s because it was when sure. Sonic and Sega. Um, they can't so... just like call each other by their names. No, we right. need to, right? Yeah. And then we also learned that the second key, Fucking this little this, brother was so funny, so <laughs> we, stupid. <laughs> the second half of this key that is sort of life or death for the universe, life for these robots to get off this planet, death for humans living on this planet was uh, supposedly referenced to have very high security around it. I don't know if you caught this in the movie. Um, there is no security whatsoever. There is no booby traps, no, uh, you know, big gap that they have to jump over like a cliff or something. There's no rope bridge that breaks. There's no boulder coming down a ramp. It is just it's right there for for the taking. And but uh, there is a weird uh, dog like. Robot Decepticon yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That comes after them. So, so care, watch. Watch out for that. So. They get the 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 
second half of the key, the good guys, and then the battle is on. And we get the like an hour <laughs> of nonstop action here. What uh, was your... And it looks so bad. <laughs> it's a little blurry. <laughs> it's just gray background, like they're fighting in like a wasteland. That's dude. That's what that's what it is. That's what it's like outside now, dude. Like open your <laughs> look outside, bro. Like you you live in Chicago, dude. It's just like gray wasteland out there. Quality the in the fires, world, baby. Dude. Yeah, but like yeah, no dude. one's gonna talk about it on the news because like you know you're not an East Coast elitist <laughs> like us in New York where all the important people live. Anyway, but yeah, that's just like <laughs> what it's like out there, dude. Like life's a wasteland. Anyway, what was your favorite part of uh of Act three here of the nonstop action. I have two. Uh, you go first because I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The first one was when that missile went through the van. That was pretty sick. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, dude. Yeah. When the fully CG shot of the, yeah. the, of the robot woman being like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she mouths. I hated that. I thought it was so stupid. That was sick. (laughs) And then my second favorite part. We clearly have different opinions on this movie. (laughs) I I hated that so much. (laughs) My second favorite part was uh, when Elena and Noah are talking to each other and she compares him to Optimus Prime. (laughs) What if we didn't destroy it? Maybe there's an, another way to to save both our homes. Elena, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. This is different. Fucking snore, dude. I can't fail at this. I can't let my family down. You're just like him. You know that? Who? Optimus. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> he feels it too. Feels what? Like a beast of burden. Beast of burden, bro. Trying to carry the weight of the world on his shoulders. Mm. You think he's some some general barking orders, but mm. when I look at him, all I see is a big brother trying to protect his family. That's deep. Bit of a stretch. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> That was dude, that I was up there, have, dude. So I, premium I, cinema. I don't, at this point of the movie, I'm not even taking notes anymore. Really, I started crying when that happened because I, I really, I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. My last note is: Don't go chasing waterfalls. I sing when I'm nervous. I roll. <laughs> <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls. What would be the song that you sing? Also, when you're God, Optimus is such an emo little bitch in this movie. He does kind of suck. It's because he's early, you know. Sure, but I will say <laughs> I was surprised by he's young. You know, I was surprised by the amount of death in this movie. They they go for well, like kids. most of I feel like most of the Transformers movies, like the loophole to how graphic they can be is the fact that they aren't like human bodies. Because they just fucking uh, just stab Bumblebee straight in the chest. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, it's yeah. it can get pretty and Optimus Prime gnarly. Which is, I understand scourge. why if I was like a little boy, I think a fight scenes in this would be sick, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not You're a, a big little boy. boy. I'm a grown man. You're a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> the Optimus Prime kill on Scourge was crazy. Um, I also laughed. Uh, there was a music playing in the background where the lyric on this final scene the lyrics like were repeating. I think it was the chorus and the words were it's about to go down on God. Um, I loved that. That really put me in the mood. And then I, I didn't loved, even notice that. I, I loved that <laughs> the movie kind of also ends with Noah being Mirage, like Mirage and Noah become one. What the fuck was that type dude? thing? What the fuck was that? I wasn't. They sure should have just killed him. Or it, like, it would have been so much more powerful if love? he just dies in front of him like that. I agree, but then they became one. No, no but then he wears him like a bad Iron Man suit, and oh, he looks. God, he wore. He looks. He wore the skin of his friend. That's gross. It's honestly like. Yeah. Also, he's so much smaller than a car. Like, what happened to all the other pieces of Mirage? (laughs) Recycled. Yeah. You can make two suits out of that guy. I don't know. I'm a fucking Cybertron scientist. Maybe, but the biggest reason why he got that suit... It looked so bad, too. ...was so that the movie could end and give us a cutscene... Where Noah? Wait, hold on. Before we get there, okay. Can can we can we actually talk about the ending? Because since this is a Transformers movie, yes, it has to end with a voiceover. Oh yeah, you know. And, and I have a clip of the voiceover. Oh, well, please. I am Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. We have lost the transwarp key. And with it, our ability to go home. But we have gained an ally in our battle against the forces of evil. Forces too powerful for any of us to defeat on our own. But together, we might just have a chance. And Noah Diaz. What is there to know about me? I was raised out in Brooklyn. I got a little bro who calls me Sonic. And if I gotta help save the universe in order to save the people I love, well, then that's what I'm gonna do. Well, then that's what I'm gonna do. Well, then that's what I'm gonna do. Dude, you forgot. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. You forgot. Yo, I got a little brother who calls me Sonic. (laughs) Calls me Sonic. Dude, you uh, Sonic. You cut it off. Um, one sec. Uh, that would have been really. It would have been really funny if that was the first time that he said his name. I'm Noah. <laughs> but uh, I think my name is Noah Diaz. You actually cut the recording off a little bit before it ended, so this is actually uh how it ended oh. at the end. Fuck yeah. 
This. Oh. <laughs> uh. What? <laughs> this can't movie didn't deserve that. that. <laughs> this movie did not deserve that. that. <laughs> but if they had fucking gonna... put that at the end of this movie, I would have been pissed. I would have been if fucking they... pissed. Anyway, this movie uh, cutscene, and he ends up meeting with the gi joe people yeah in in a uh fucking reminiscent of iron man from 2008 uh he walks into a you know franchise expanding meeting at the end of the movie <laughs> fucking over i'm not gonna lie this was the only remotely exciting thing about this movie that i and i hate myself for liking this idea. Like this was the only part of the movie. Where I was like that's cool. Maybe. Anyway. So we finally get to the end of this movie. How are you feeling? What did you think about it John? The G.I. Joe thing. I was just like why? Why? I you know why. This. You say why all the time. To just keep it going. To I keep the money machine going. I don't want this. Uh, so we finally get to the end of the movie, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Final thoughts, John? This movie? Fuck this movie. I zoned out so hard. The ending was lame. It was boring. I hated it. This might be the worst movie we've ever watched on the podcast, and we watched Morbius on this. <laughs> <laughs> well i did not like this movie at all let's uh let's see what the critics and audience thought of it wait what about you you gotta do your i said thoughts. it i said it was okay that was my when i got to the end no no okay All right, John, take it away. Let us know what the critics thought. So the critics time. gave this movie a 54% um, out of 100. This first person, the name may sound familiar. I feel like the last episode I was I was a little oh, bit... Oh, are we actually... Are you going to do this again? Well, I feel like the last episode I was a little bit too harsh on, on the critics. So uh, on their names especially. So this this first one here from... Our nemesis <laughs> at real views, but that's all I'll say. Of this movie, they wrote, in all fairness, I think I might have enjoyed this film if I was nine years old. One out of four. What a creep. What oh, an absolute creep. Complete agreement. Complete agreement. Real views, really? You want to be a nine year old? That's what you aspire to be? To enjoy cinema? 
What a freaking creepazoid. Gosh. This next guy. All right. Well, I assume it's a man <laughs> because their publication is named Fat Guys at the Movies. They wrote more, co- more coherent than the garbage from Michael Bay, but still a noisy, overblown mess. Two out of four. Now, I'm not saying that I liked this movie, but more coherent than the garbage from Michael Bay. I'm not so sure about that fat guy at the movie. <laughs> not so, I'm not so sure about that. I, 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 I don't agree either. I think this was completely incoherent. And if anything, it was like a fucking. It was like a carbon copy of one of the old Michael Bay movies. It was a carbon copy. Uh, it got smudged a, a little bit. One. Yeah, it was like yeah, a, it was, it was like a chat GBT carbon copy. This next one here from the Chicago Sun Times, the ye old publication of your your idol, some might say. What's his name? Roger D- Roger Ebert. You know, he used you to... know, yeah, you know, it's Roger Ebert. Well, he didn't <laughs> write this; he's dead. Uh, but this person wrote program to follow the loud clunky formula. Two out of four. Fair. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And good robot pun. I will say that I'm surprised that they were able to get oh, a, programmed a robot. To... Yep. Yeah. Like that, that is someone that doesn't know computers. Put that pun right in there. They loved it. And they, they thought could have, they that could have been really in the movie. Funny. It probably was. And then they were like, yeah. how can I be racist? I'm programmed to follow the loud clunky formula. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> this last one uh, from critics that, that we have here from the Akron Beacon Journal. Good old Akron, man. I love Akron. A little small town outside Cleveland. You've been there? Oh, have I? Yeah, I've been to Akron. You know who's from Akron? Other than LeBron James. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, I think, is from Cleveland or Akron. Oh. And you know what Machine Gun Doesn't Kelly sound is? like a nice place. <laughs> you know what he's famous for? <laughs> Getting his career absolutely eviscerated by Eminem uh, because he's like Eminem, but not good, like talented. If Eminem was the the original Transformers movie, Machine Gun Kelly is his Transformers movie. Oh, OK. Yeah. Thanks for putting into into Transformers speak for you. Yeah. Into words that I would understand. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, the ABJ writes. <laughs> ABJ, how about that, huh? Do you think they make that joke around the newspaper uh, rooms? Hey, writing for the old ABJ. <laughs> make no mistake, the action is a star here, but it's nonetheless impressive that Ramos, who's a versatile actor and fishback and Oscar nominee, lend their talents to the proceedings and aren't the least bit overshadowed. B minus. It's not bad. B minus. It's like an 80, 81. For those at home, keeping track of the scores. So it sounds like the critics. I thought they were totally overshadowed. Like they were, they were so over, they were overshadowed by everything. I don't even remember their performances. I was just their performances were bad. So not a great sentence here by the critic. But what do we know? We're not critics, you know. Um. Yeah, we are. We're real critics. Everybody's a critic. Remember? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Kind of the name of the show. It sounds like. 
the critics hated it because it was formulaic. It was boring. It was not allowing for any kind of character building or talent. And uh, yeah, they hated it. They thought it was trash. <laughs> now let's get into what the real people think here. You know, like like us. You know, the the reviews of the people. A ninety one percent. A high mark up at the top of this hot blockbuster summer that's what people love to see so sad you you know what makes a hot blockbuster it has everything has action has hot guys and that's really all you need to be a hot blockbuster summer and to be loved by the audience again a 91 percent. this first person here wrote a great continuation of the bumblebee reboot of the live action movies more love is given to the lore of transformers long history takes the best of bumblebee the michael Bayverse, and adds sprinkles of beast wars and g1 could it be better yeah is it perfect no but as a transformer fan it's as good as the 2007 original movie and continues the progress that the bumblebee movie started four and a half stars Boom. So this person, what this person loved about the movie was everything the critics hated about the movie. Which I admire. I kind of like that. I like this about this person. You go. I zoned out. I zoned out during that review too. It's very much like the movie. Yeah. This one here. I love this one. Transformers franchise is back stronger than ever. Needless to say, it was an action packed from beginning to the... No, it was action-packed from beginning to end. Kept myself and my whole family engaged through all two hours of the film. <laughs> Keeping it old school with the iconic characters as well as the new with nostalgic music and culture from the 90s. A definite must-see for the whole family with a great message of camaraderie, courage, and sacrifice. Absolutely love this film. And I couldn't agree more. I love wow. The reason that this movie really resonated me, I was trying to think of it when we were saying our final thoughts of this movie, but it, I really love this movie for its messaging, I think. I got a lot out of it, especially camaraderie, courage, and sacrifice. I think I got those three. Oh, that totally, totally followed. I, I completely agree. You know, like when person. you have when when you I was have- so I was so engaged into this movie. I I did my laundry. I trimmed my nails. I swept my I swept my fucking floor. I checked on my snake. I cleaned her enclosure. I ordered food. That's a weird I, thing. To I do thought about ordering day. groceries. So I checked my Amazon wish list a little bit. You know, I I yeah, I was so engaging, dude. It was so engaging. I believe it. Uh, by the way, that was a five stars there uh, on that review. Oh, wow. wow, yeah. wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, like when you have kids, I think, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are some lessons I could teach them? I think if I wanted to teach a small child camaraderie, courage, and sacrifice, I would just pop in Rise of the Beasts. Bang, bang. Pop it into the old VHSer and have them watch this next review here. I took my nine-year-old grandson to see it. We both enjoyed it. I enjoyed the dialogue, the sense of responsibility, and loyalty the characters display for each other. My grandson loved the CGI action and fantasy. We both loved the cool cars. Four stars. 
Yeah. There's a lot of people loving the messaging. Again, nine-year-olds. It's perfect for nine-year-olds. No, this is this is his grandfather came with him. The ni- he took his nine-year-old grandson. I'm talking about the grandson. Yeah, but he also he enjoyed the sense of responsibility and the loyalty. Uh, he probably there. enjoyed just hanging out with his grandson. <laughs> nah, he didn't. He's he, conflating the whole thing. He hates if he walks it by himself, he'd be like, "What the fuck is this garbage?" No, I think he would have watched it and been like, "You know what? All my right. grand my grandson should watch this because he can learn responsibility and shit." All right. Let's go. Let's one. go. Let's run through these. All right. Oh, this is like Every halfway through this movie. I put, I turned it into one and a half time so it would end faster. Every part where humans are involved sucks. The Transformers acting was 10 times better than any living being on screen. Point five stars from Matt. <laughs> and then we have we have a letterboxed review here. Uh, I'll, I'll give this one quick. Uh, Do you want me to read entire- it? I can read it. No, I got it. My entire life, I've struggled with an addiction to the mobile app Candy Crush. <laughs> God, is this real? This is my first Seriously, time. Reading I'll read this. it. I'll read it. No, no, I want to. <laughs> I want to read this. I want to read this. This is my okay. first time reading this. Okay, my entire life, I've struggled with an addiction to the mobile app Candy Crush. We've all been there since the sixth grade. I have been destroying every Apple product I've ever gotten my nasty little fingers on with Candy Crush. The secret to never having to pay for any lives is to just go to setting and go to the the date and time tab and put the clock ahead three hours. Everyone knows this. Every time you do this, it totally fucks all the messaging up on your phone. At, at one point in January 2020 before COVID. Uh, oh, okay. Right. That That checks out. I had an awful manic episode and spent literal hours in the bathtub playing Candy Crush and not getting any sleep. I was failing out of all my classes because I spent so much time playing Candy Crush. I had almost caught up to the current levels they were releasing. The only thing that saved my grades that semester was everything going online because of COVID. I deleted the app after going to the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting and applied everything everyone said to my relationship with Candy Crush. I also finally got a boyfriend at this time and realized how nasty I looked hunched over my phone playing a game meant for toddlers or six-year-old women or me. I deleted the app and lost all of my progress. Transformers Rise of the Beast was so boring that for the first time in over two years, I reinstalled Candy Crush and played during the movie one star. Oh my god. Let's Perfect review. And this is review. why you should be on Letterbox if there's ever <laughs> if there's oh ever an god. ad for Letterbox, it's this one. Let's get into the first. <laughs> <laughs>
Rio ranking, zero out of 100, 100 uh, meant for Indiana Jones, uh, and a zero probably for Batgirl, a movie we'll never see. Jose, what you got? All right, probably no surprise to anyone at this point how I feel about this movie, so I will just drop my number here. Out of our 100, which is normally how we rate these movies in our real ranking slash rating, whatever we call it, 20 out of 100. Honestly, like saying that out loud makes me want to go lower, but I feel like I feel like that's good. Yeah, it's not bad. That's I feel bad. like that's good. You know, I look at this movie uh, and I think, wow, it had so much. It had um it had nothing it had it had absolutely fucking nothing this movie sucked 40 out of 100 (laughs) yeah that was oh that was that was a slog for me john that was rough sorry for everyone that uh had to listen to that only to get those terrible so i remember the last time I said this was during Morbius, and I said you sh- you shouldn't watch this movie. Yeah. Um, I I I would put this one on that list too. Just don't watch this movie. If you listen to this podcast without having watched it, though, it's you pretty I much watched the movie, and you probably were more entertained. I'm going to be honest with you. You need everything you need to know. Yeah, that's you need it. You don't, and you know what? If you never watch another Transformers movies, you'll be fine. You don't need to watch these. I'm talking to myself here. I'm like looking in the mirror and talking to myself and saying, hey, you. (laughs) Hey, you. I'm like this, John. You don't need to watch any more of these movies. An old callback for for no one that watched this podcast, but only listened. (laughs) Those might have to be a visual bit for the TikTok. Uh, But let us know what you guys thought of the movie let us know on your socials at earc pod be sure to check out all of our other episodes wherever you get your podcast right. hot blockbuster uh, it is hot blockbuster summer so we don't know what we'll be doing next time um probably something that's out in theaters again that's just the way the summertime goes baby yeah uh, maybe it'll be barbie <laughs> maybe it'll be Oppenheimer. yeah <laughs> yeah but something tells me those would be acclaimed. We'll probably talk about them on Watch a Watching. I'm definitely going to watch those movies. Um, but yeah, let us know. Today, we sided with the critics, sounds like. We had But to. remember that at the end of the day, everyone, everyone is a real critic. Everyone's a real critic. Good luck <laughs> out there. You know... This is really how the podcast should have ended and how the movie should have ended because you guys deserve the best because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because everyone's a real critic.